It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Iowa men's basketball team set to host Northwestern tonight. Makeup of their game that was postponed. The Wildcats currently second in the Big Ten. Brock Purdy reportedly suffered a torn elbow ligament on Sunday. The former Iowa State standout said to be looking at a six-month-long recovery. Couple players injured on Championship Sunday. Both expected to be good to go for the Super Bowl. Chiefs linebacker Willie Gay and Eagles guard Landon Dickerson both expected to play. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Tuesday get two for one on the best wings in town. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Doco Pizza, there in the heart of the Drake neighborhood, serves not just the best pizza in the metro, salads, wings, sandwiches, and a great selection of Iowa craft beers. Adam Emenecker, they sponsor Adam's weekly conversation with us, likewise with the KXNO Drive on Thursdays with Heather and Sean. How did you like your Doco Pizza last week, Adam Emenecker? Uh, it, was, it was great. It was a great experience. You know, there was uh, not too crowded. I know they were uh, they were short on a couple beers. As there was a pretty big run on draft beer earlier that week, but uh, thought the pizza worked out really good. And the next time I go back, I saw the wings coming off the smoker. Yeah, didn't try the wings last time. Going to try those next time. Yeah, I was there earlier in the day prior to you. I picked one up and took it home. And I'm a big, big fan. In fact, I'm going back next week for another one uh, as well. Um, so. Did you go? Did you and your teammates meet in Nashville this past weekend? Yes, we did. So, How was uh, it? Had a, had a, uh, well, first and foremost, uh, it was about sixty degrees on Saturday, yeah, nice, nice. which you absolutely can't beat. And always good. Uh, always good to reminisce. It's uh, the the stories get better and better as the <laughs> yeah. years go along. That right. tends to be the way it works. Yeah. But uh, you know, we also th- there was uh, maybe a little uncertainty going into the game. Mm-hmm. Learned a couple hours beforehand. Tucker DeVries didn't even make the trip. Yeah. So not having the preseason player of the year uh, dressed in, and with the roster, unsure what to expect. But man, probably the most complete effort we've seen out of this out of this Drake team so far this season, and uh, made it a heck of a lot of fun to watch and and good to be there in person and, and see a heck of a victory. Uh, no doubt about it. Going on the road, winning that one against Belmont. Uh, tell us a little bit about the environment. Yeah. You know, we've seen all these Valley schools throughout the years, and we yeah. know what the environment can be. What was it like in Nashville? What's the building like down there? Well, I, I think anyone that's traveled to Nashville can tell you what the town is, right, <laughs> yes. is like, right? I mean, just absolutely crazy energy and a, and a great environment. Uh, Belmont, in particular, not too far from the city, didn't get a ton of time uh, to uh, to spend around the campus, but really nice campus, nice buildings, nice houses. It was probably like maybe a mile and a half from where we stayed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you go in the arena, Man, it is all stinking brand new and very nice. nice. You can tell a lot of investment has went into Belmont. The students, as is typical, and uh, you see in the South, dressed up. So you saw a lot of suits and kind of sundress type things. But mm. it was a good overall environment. But, uh, you know, as a, as a Drake guy, 
I was pretty happy to see Drake take control early on, and I think that neutralized the Belmont crowd a little. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Never gave him a chance in one convincing. So when you get your, you know, arguably your best player on your roster, and he's not available, and you're on the road, and you know he's not even getting on the plane with you. Uh, what kind of what, what's the locker room like? Is it uh, you know you keep hearing next man up type of stuff? But yep. uh, Trent pointed out this yesterday. And I think this was a really good point. This is a veteran team who who's played without Tucker DeVries in the past, right? You don't have to go back that long uh, to remember when Tucker DeVries wasn't on the floor with you, with uh, with your guys. So uh, did that? Do you think work in their favor? But uh, I mean, no, no question. And and Roman Penn, Roman Penn in this game. I mean, just was an absolute, absolute maestro and had a stranglehold on the pace on both ends. So when you, when you have guys, you know, obviously missing the preseason player of the year, that's a big deal, right? That, that's a big void in your offense. That's a big void in your minutes, in, in your playing time. So you mentioned it, Ken. There is that next man up mentality. But I think when you have three guys, when you have guys like Roman Penn and Garrett Sturtz and, and DJ Wilkins who have played, 140, 150 games in their careers, and you got a guy like Darnell Brody who's crossing that 100 threshold as well, there is a lot of experience on the floor. And I thought really good contributions. The the uh, retro freshman Connor Enright, mm. I thought, brought great energy. And for Nate Ferguson coming off the bench, probably the best game he's played this year as well. Just really good activity on both ends. The game plan was really, really solid defensively. Belmont, the best three-point shooting team in the conference, only one of 16 from the three-point line. Hmm. Really, really good job defending. And I thought the offensive flow with the maestro Roman Penn was just really, really solid all, all afternoon. You know, you mentioned Enright, and his minutes started to dissipate a little bit after the good start to the season, took on those early Valley games and the like, and he was down and more in that range of – 10 to 12 minutes, those minutes have gone back up. Is that something you anticipate is going to continue? Just when he's been in there, he's played so well, had six assists, had five assists against Evansville that he's just a guy you need to have out there a little bit more. Is that is that a button that Darren's going to push it going forward, do you believe? You know, I, I think he's earning more trust. And, and part of what you get with freshmen when you get guys earlier in their careers, they just are a little bit more inconsistent. And you get some of those silly plays that are just part of growing and experience and and I think what you've seen with Connor in particular, there's been less and less of those as the year moves along. And, and what you like when he comes onto the floor, you mentioned Trent, the ball movement, but he just plays with such great pace. So pushing the ball at the floor, and, and sometimes that means you push it up and you stand there and wait. But if you watch just the movement that he has on the offensive end, everywhere he goes, he sprints. That puts a lot of pressure on opposing defenses. And then I think on the defensive end, you know, he was, he had the primary responsibility of guarding Ben Shepard. Ben Shepard was, as of last week, probably the front runner for player of the year in this league, a guy that's averaging almost 20 a game, uh, and had Brad Stevens in the crowd there to watch it. Hmm. But, but Connor Enright takes that up to task and does a really good job with on the ball defense, and he's just kind of a nuisance. It is that type of energy that really helps spur the team, especially when you go through a lull or two over the course of the game. Well, tomorrow night, big game, Nap Center, uh, 8 o'clock uh, tip-off. It's the uh, Valley Sports Midwest. It's the Valley Game of the Week, and you're on the call along with Scott Warman. Uh, it's the state of Iowa in the uh, spotlight tomorrow night. Drake versus you and I, both teams with identical records. It's a big spot tomorrow night at the Nap Center. You'll have a pretty good seat for it. What do you expect? You know, well, so for, for Northern Iowa and Drake, both sitting at eight and four, right? So we mentioned a couple of weeks ago that there's a log jam at the top of the conference. 
That's true right now. So Southern Illinois and Belmont sitting at nine and three, but a game back, both Drake and you and I, as well as Bradley, and then three teams, two games back as well. So that there is still those heavy hitters on the top of the, on the top of the league standings. This is a, this is a big week for you and I. Not only do they play at Drake, but then coming back toward the end of the week, playing, hosting Bradley, who's also in that top mix. So a big challenge for the Panthers and, Came up a little bit short at Indiana State, had a three with 30 seconds to go, just unable to knock it down that would have given them the lead. I think when you see Ben Jacobson coach teams, they just they don't make mistakes and they don't hurt themselves. And this group has started to form better and better and better as the year has gone along. Bowen Bourne, the Norwalk product, is just fantastic scoring the ball at five foot eleven. does a great job getting to his spots and puts a lot of, a lot of pressure on defenses. You know, for Drake, I don't know if Tucker DeVries is going to play. I, mm. I have I have suspicion that, that he's probably going to do everything he can to get in the lineup. But I think coming off that momentous win uh, at Belmont, I look for this offense to be a little energized, a little re-energized, you might say. And good gracious, this should, should be a really good atmosphere in the NAP Center. Uh, both these teams, a lot of riding on this game here as we get into early February. The rivalry between the two programs, public versus private. You have the uh, Des Moines School versus Cedar Falls and the back and forth. There's going to be purple in the stands, just like there's blue Mm -hmm. up there when they go to Cedar Falls. What's that rivalry like? They had success at UNI before you guys broke through your senior year. What was the rivalry like for you when you were playing? You know, it was fun. I think the fun part is anytime you get an opportunity to – feel that energy from fans and you just feel how much it means to fans and you get to play a school twice and you know, you're just down the road and you're competing for uh, guys to go to that school. So you're competing for recruits. And so I, I think part of what that means is it's just, it feels a little more personal mm-hmm. and that, that makes it so that there's a, a different type of anticipation as you go in and nobody ever wants to lose to their siblings, right? Nobody ever wants to lose to their brother, lose to their sister, and that's a little bit of the way it feels between Drake and you and I. And I do think there's a healthy respect on both sides. It's not one of those rivalries where you want the other team to do poorly when you're not playing against them. But by the same token, I think there is, uh, no matter what you do, you're, you're in a dogfight to make sure you get that upper hand. Uh, and it, it makes for a heck of a lot of uh, a heck of a lot of fun and a really good atmosphere. So w- with Tucker DeVries, it was an infection that hospitalized him in his elbow. Is that what I read? It, it was something like that. Yeah, yeah and, weird. And you know, he played he played in the game Tuesday night, yeah. and even you know had a chance to make a game winning shot down the close of that one. Was unable to finish, but the ball tipped out to DJ Wilkins, who came up big. But yeah, I was I was as surprised as anybody when uh, the news came out. I think it was around Sunday at noon that uh, that Tucker DeVries was unable to unable to play and didn't even make the trip to Nashville. Is this something that's going to linger? Is this something that you wonder about his availability going forward? I mean, what can what more do you know about the injury or the illness? I guess it would be. Yeah, I, nothing really. I mean, I, so I, I heard from some people they saw his elbow was a little bit swollen uh, at the game on Tuesday. I was at the game. I didn't I didn't notice that. And, uh, you know, saw that he was admitted to the hospital. Yeah. And so I, I could maybe speculate on, on what that might mean. I think you mentioned maybe some type of infection. That, that's what I would guess. Uh, but, man, you just when things pop up like that that don't, aren't easily seen, 
it's also hard to know, you know, playing amateur physician over here, trying to know <laughs> exactly uh, exactly what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Sturts, when he first enrolled at Drake, I'm, I'm wondering if there's, well, you know, one day when it's all said and done, here's going to be the leading rebounder in school history when his career is over. I mean, think about what he's accomplished. What That's remarkable what he's done. Well, you know, I'm sure everyone had him as the odds-on favorite, right. Ken. You're a, sure. you're a guy who's been familiar with what some of that looks like over time. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm sure he was the odds-on favorite coming in. Listen, Gareth Sturt, I one of the things that I think is just a testament to who he is as a player and who he is as a teammate, his first or second game, I'm trying to remember, they played Kansas State at Kansas State, and he's a freshman, true freshman walk-on, and the true freshman walk-ons play in crunch time. <laughs> and so... He's just, he earned the trust of his teammates and coaching staff immediately. And part of what that's parlayed itself into, the guy continues to get better. He continues to get a little bit more athletic and a little bit more explosive. He was really good in the Belmont game as well, 16.6 rebounds. And, you know, how about a guy six foot three, the all time leading rebounder in Drake history? I mean, the the odds, odds were not in his favor. And, you know, it's funny. He averaged 40 a game in high school. So he came in with a reputation as a scorer. But what a what a story of not only how you find your way and overcoming some obstacles, but, but just in general, adapting yourself to figure out a way to add value to your team. I mean, Garrett Sturtz is absolutely storybook in terms of how the last five years have played out. Well, we got a month to go here in the regular season. Southern Illinois, along with Belmont, in the top SIU, for years and years, they were the class of this league. They took a downturn, and it was a pretty bad one. Coach Mullins has finally brought them out. He was a point guard for them going back, what, 10, 15 years. He was a pretty good one in his own right. What do you see out of this SIU team? It feels like going back to kind of where they were built. A lot of defense, a lot of holding, right. old-school basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, I can tell you, Brian Mullins <laughs> was absolutely horrible to play against. And I mean that really? in the absolute mm-hmm. most complimentary way possible. You know, he's, he was just he's hard-nosed. He plays very physical, and he is not going to wear down ever. And I think those three things you see reflected in his team as well. So Marcus Domask is, you know, over mm-hmm. the past four years, he's been as good of a player as, as we've had in the Valley. I had 32 the other night in the loss to Illinois State. But part of what you get from this Southern ball club, they're really, really solid fundamentally on defense, and they have a couple of guys that can explode and put up points on the offensive end. and. Uh, man, this is, you definitely don't want to face this team in Carbondale, but whether it's a Valley team on a neutral site or even playing outside the Valley, because of the, the style and because of the mental toughness and the fortitude of this group, they could play with anybody in the country. That rematch coming up, I think, Feb- uh, early uh, mid-February. Uh, we'll we'll see them down at the Knapp Center. We will hear Adam Emenecker on the call tomorrow night. It is the uh, Valley Game of the Week. Drake, you and I, uh, Valley Sports has a channel 671 for you DirecTV uh, viewers out there. Adam, thank you. Um, appreciate this as always. We'll hear you on these airwaves Thursday with, uh, with Heather and Sean. We'll talk to you a week from today. Thank you, Adam Emenecker. Yep, thanks, guys. Have yep. a great one. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Uh, Doco Pizza. Doco Pizza, proud sponsor of Drake Athletics, and happy to help feed the amazing athletes that power the Bulldog teams. They're open seven days a week. They're just down the street from the Knapp Center, 24th and University. New location coming soon to Prairie Trail in Ankeny. I'm looking forward to that one. Not that this is out of the way by any means, <laughs> uh, and it was worth the drive. It's really, really good, and like uh, Adam, I think um, I didn't see the wings, but 
I'm a wing guy. I'll have to try him. I'm going to have to put that on the bucket list. I need to get There's over there. It's good, Trent. It's really good. I think uh, next family pizza night. Know where we're going to be stopping by. It's right on the corner of, uh, of 24th and University. Great. Uh, we'll take a time out. Before we do that, though, uh, and why, by the way, coming up, we're going to talk to Matt Postens on the Big 12. The Big 12 football schedule scheduled to be released. Have you seen any leaks? Nothing yet. I haven't either. I'm going to leak during the break. Um, Breaking news, though. What have you got? Circus Squares. Oh, they're ready, aren't they? They are up on the Circus Sports Iowa. So what does this mean? So we've all played the squares, and we all it's, it's all random, and you, mm-hmm. you get a stinker, and you know you just you just threw your money oh, away. Oh, great. I got a two and a six. Right. And you have no chance. Let's see. A six-two at the end of the first quarter? Well, that's yeah. not hitting. A five, and a five and a two. Good luck. Enjoy the game. <laughs> 35-22 could have... No, you're Probably done. Probably not going to happen. Well, with this... You pick, correct? You pick your own number. Zero zero seven seven. So at the end of the first quarter, if it's seven seven, you have Chief seven, mm-hmm. Eagle seven. That's what and you, you can get. see what you're going to get odds wise in advance, right? And you can bet anywhere and any denomination that you find credible, you starting know, at a dollar. At a dollar, right? Yeah. And, you know, your corner bar, it's five, ten, twenty bucks, mm-hmm. whatever for a square. Here, you get to pick your number. Right. Every combination is available. You can play each and every quarter. One through three, or you can play full game if you're looking at the end there. It is so fun to go through there, pick those numbers, and maybe find yourself a little lottery ticket in there, too, because you put together the right combination. Some of these odds, they are long shots out there. And if you get one of those goofy numbers and it hits, you can cash. Circus Sports Iowa, download the app. You can uh, find it. Just Google Circus Sports Iowa, and it'll pop up where you download the app from. I uh, didn't bet the game last year. I, I played uh, Circus Squares. That's all I did yeah. last year, and I, and I was close. I didn't get there, but I was close. And I look the best part of you know what you're going to get paid, and mm-hmm. like you say, you can pick what you want. You think it's going to be scoreless at the end of the first quarter? What's that number? Fifty you, to one. Is it really? Yeah. No, that's full game. So that finish twenty to ten. 30 to 20. Mm-hmm. If you think it's going to finish, 30 21 Chiefs, 50 to 1. 72 to 1. Chiefs 0, Eagles 2. That's, again, you're just looking at the last number there. Mm-hmm. But again, every quarter you can play, full game you can play. It's a lot of fun to play around with Circus Sports Iowa. All right, uh, time for another $1,000 slam dunk. Again, we had a winner in the building yesterday, Heather and Sean, yesterday on KXNO Drive. They had a $1,000 slam dunk winner. Head to KXNO.com now. Once you get there, you can enter this nationwide contest by inserting the word credit in the pop-up box. Credit at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Matt Poston's on the Big 12. He's next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3.net. No big game celebration is complete without a game of squares. Circus Sports Iowa now offers Circus Squares bets. Everyone who has played squares knows the pain of pulling terrible numbers. With Circus Squares, instead of randomly pulling numbers, choose your square and choose which numbers you get. With a minimum bet of $1 and a maximum payout of $100,000, it's easier than ever. Download the Circus Sports app today to place your Circus Squares bets. For more information, visit CircusSports.com. Must be 21 or older and present in Iowa to wager. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call now. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roofing. KXNO. 
NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code KXNO. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with the code KXNO. You must be 21 or older. Iowa only. The bonus is issued as free bets. Opt-in is required. One free bet issued based on the amount of the initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Gambling problem. Call 1-18-NOW. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon. Tick, tick, tick. 30 minutes away from the release of the Big 12 football schedule. Mm-hmm. We will uh, dissect that at some point tomorrow, I'm assuming. Uh, but look forward to it. How are they going to match up? Who are they going to match up, more importantly? How are they going to, if indeed, uh, the final week of the regular season, they do try to create rivalries? We shall see. Matt Postens covers the Big 12 uh, for Heartland College Sports. He's also on the Texas Rangers. Are you back on the Rangers beat, Matt Postens? Texas Rangers? Yes, I am. Good stuff. Yes, I am. So we're just I'm going to start there, just a selfish one, because over-unders are starting to trickle out and like to get a jump on those uh, early. <laughs> um, what, what does Jacob deGrom mean to that team? They were finished fourth in the West last year. I'm not sure if they've done enough. I think the roster's better than the fourth-best team in that division, personally. Then you add deGrom to it. What do you expect? I, I expect them to be at least a 500 team. Assuming their pitching stays healthy, I think that's the big rub. The Rangers decided to invest about a hundred million in six veteran starting pitchers, including their holdovers John Gray, Martin Perez, but also bringing in Andrew Heaney, uh, Nathan Eovaldi, and trading for Jake Odorizzi. But you know, Degrom is the guy that they expect to take the ball every fifth day and get them thirty, thirty-five starts and be the kind of Jacob Degrom he's been when he's been healthy. Uh, if he's that pitcher then they've got a really good chance, I think, of being at least a 500 team, maybe pushed to be in, content, in contention in the American League West, which is what the Rangers have stated as their goal this year, that they want to contend. They've had six straight losing seasons. They say they're done with that. That's why they've spent all this money on pitching. They like their batting order for the most part. I think they'd like to add one more bat, maybe in left field, maybe at DH. But overall, they like their batting order. But they've they've never spent like this on pitching before. They've never lured a... A, a previous Cy Young winner to their roster via free agency. Uh, it's a big deal for them, and if he performs the way that they believe he can, they've got a good chance of being a much better team this year. Smells like an over to me, Trent. No, I, I look where you're leaning already <laughs> over there. I understand what you're doing. Uh, Ken, he loves his futures and his over-under totals, and catching those tickets come October. Well, we don't have to wait till October for Big 12 basketball. It yeah. is here. Last night, two incredible games. Mm-hmm. Texas Baylor just I mean, a heavyweight fight, a couple knockout blows on both ends. Texas ultimately gets the win, and that had been a bit of a problem for them. Baylor had been a problem for Texas. This Longhorn team, they're really talented. Beard gets dismissed. You wonder how they're going to react. Boy, outside of that game against K-State, giving up 116, this team's really, really good. Can they win a national championship? 
I don't know. I, I think the thing that holds me back from saying yes is, you know, they, they've got the chemistry is better than last year's team. And Marcus Carr has his moments and Timmy Allen has his moments, but I, I don't see enough consistent scoring across the board from them just yet. Mm-hmm. Serge Barry Rice had a great game off the bench last night and he's had some great games for them off the bench, but you know, they don't get a lot of production out of Dylan DeSue. They don't get a lot of production out of Christian Bishop. They don't get a lot of production, you know, really, admittedly, out of Tyrese Hunter, at least not scoring the basketball. Um, I, I think that offense needs to be at a higher level once they get to March. If it is, then I give them a good chance of getting to the second weekend of the tournament at the very least. Their defense is tremendous It's at, a, at an Iowa State level, so you all can relate to that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's... I, I think that their their offense has to be at a, a little higher level than it is right now going into March for them to make a run at uh, the Final Four. But you know, if they get there, it's doable. They've got the ingredients. I worry about them going up against a team that has a lot of size inside because they've got size, but it's not traditional interior post size. It's very athletic. It stretches defenses. That could give them trouble in the tournament. Uh, last night was a disappointing effort for Iowa State. You mentioned their defense, and it's been really good. Last couple of games kind of got away from a little bit. Don't know if that's fatigue, just the Big 12, the toils of it, uh, taking, uh, catching up with them or not. But that was an historical collapse yesterday, Matt Poston's uh, Texas Tech's biggest comeback. And I think uh, I, I saw something that might have been one, if not the biggest, going all the way back to the Big 8 slash Big 12. So that was a bad one. From your perspective, uh, what went wrong? Um, turnovers. You know, it, it was funny. I was watching the Texas Baylor game because that was what I was writing about, but I was keeping up with Tech and Iowa State. And at, at one point, they were up 23, and I'm like, well, you know, we say no easy nights in the Big 12, but every once in a while, yeah. you know, you, one slips in there. And then they kept chipping away, and they kept chipping away. And I noticed during that run when Tech turned it from a 23-point game into a single-digit lead, it was turnovers. Mm-hmm. Iowa State was turning the ball over in that stretch. You can't do that against a team that is hungry and desperate like Texas Tech is. I mean, they're down two guys. They haven't won a Big 12 game. You can't give them extra chances at the basket. And that that, that was the biggest thing to me that Iowa State did last night that contributed to them losing in overtime. They just turned the ball over too much. They had 17. Texas Tech had eight. Texas Tech turned a lot of those turnovers into points into that big run that got them to overtime. That pretty much was the difference in the game from my mind. Lost four of the last six now, including losses to the bottom two teams in the league. Yes, both on the road, but Oklahoma mm-hmm. State and Texas Tech. This Iowa State team, do you still consider them a contender for the regular season title? I do. I mean, you know, you said before, you know, the Big 12, there are going to be games like this. Everybody's had games like this. Kansas has had games like this now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I fully believe that, you know, the way things are tracking right now, the, the winner of this conference in the regular season, is probably going to have anywhere from four to six losses. I mean, it's looking like this bunch of six teams up at the top, there's nobody that's really just head and shoulders above everybody like Kansas was last year. And, you know, I, think, I know Kansas had to share the title of Baylor last year, but you know nobody's head and shoulders above the rest in this group of six right now. And that means that since everybody has to play each other at least one more time in this round double round robin, um, you're going to see some teams lose some more games. So that actually helps teams like West Virginia, like Oklahoma, like Oklahoma State, because right now you look at bracketology, West Virginia's in there now. They're in there firmly now. Oklahoma's the last team in after they went over Auburn. And Oklahoma State's like the third team out. So the more attrition there is up at the top, the more there are opportunities for the, those teams at the bottom to kind of slip up and 
you know, beat a TCU, beat an Iowa State, beat a Kansas State, and help themselves in terms of trying to get maybe eight or nine teams in the tournament. Hmm. Uh, TCU, uh, Mike Miles being hurt. Uh, any any update when it happened against uh, Mississippi State on Saturday? You just thought the worst, right? That just thought, oh my God, uh, I just watched the kid's season come to an end when it happened. Now apparently it's not as bad. I'm not sure what that means. What's the? Uh, uh, I, I guess is has there been any determination of when potentially he might get back on the floor? What have you heard regarding Mike Miles? Um, no determination on when he'll come back. The good news is there's no structural damage to the knee, no ACL tear, no MCL tear. It's just, you know, what they said on Saturday, which was a hyperextended knee. So it's really going to boil down to how quickly he recovers and pain tolerance. Um, I don't see him playing tonight. Um, Eddie Lankin, there's no real update on his status either. Yeah, He's been true, hurt about yeah. the last week. So they're likely going to be down two against West Virginia. And again, you know, West Virginia beat them at their place a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And TCU was full strength at the time. So it should be a really interesting game in Fort Worth. I wouldn't expect there to be a big crowd because we've got ice and sleet and snow on the roads down Mm. here in Texas. So uh, that gives West Virginia a little bit of a a leg up in terms of just not having to deal with the atmosphere they had when when TCU hosted Oklahoma last week. So that could be a really interesting game tonight uh, with those two teams playing over Schulmeyer. You know, re- real quick, was that the case? Uh, do you know last night uh, was Lubbock in the same kind of weather pattern? Because they panned the arena, and it was, I don't know, half full. Well, probably a little more than half full. But, man, it wasn't too long ago, uh, Matt, that they were selling that uh, bad boy out night in and night out. Uh, was it weather-related last night, do you think? Yeah, I think some of it was weather-related. There was snow and ice in the ground. That whole system that's really that really kind of beat us up this morning was out there, you know, yesterday afternoon, yesterday evening. So I think that had something to do with you know, maybe fans who weren't in school getting to the game. I mean, the students were there. You could clearly mm-hmm. tell that in the game. But I think maybe your average fan who you know has to drive from their house off campus probably didn't want to risk being on the roads and getting into an accident to go to the game. So, yeah, the crowd, I noticed that, too. The crowd was not as big as I would have expected it to be with, with Iowa State in town. Dominating performance from the Big 12 in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. It goes away is there going to be another challenge on the horizon for the Big 12, of course, here as we're at the crossroads of two conferences? Please. We'd love to see the Big 10 and the Big 12 get together. Fox has both of those properties going forward, at least a portion of it. Anything that you're hearing on that front, Matt? I'm not hearing anything on that front, but that's the natural way yeah. to go, if you ask me. Um, you know, The reason that the SEC Big 12 is going away is because ESPN no longer has the rights to the Big Ten after next season, so they're going to pair up the SEC and the ACC in their own challenge and just do it that way because they're the exclusive rights holders to both of those conferences. To me, you know, a Big Twelve Big Ten challenge makes complete sense. Let's you know, let's, let's do something really cool with it. Let's do it in December. You know, let's have some campus games, but also let's have some you know neutral sites classics to go along with it. Maybe we go up to Lucas Oil in Indianapolis mm. and play you know three or four games there over a couple of days, or or at the uh, the field house there in Indianapolis. You know, let's let's make use of you know what your mark has been talking about, which is to try and showcase some of these games, some of these teams in areas where you wouldn't normally see them play. Let's do some of that. You know, I think the Big Ten would be amenable to that. I don't think they want to lose um, you know that type of a classic, that type of a challenge environment. It makes total sense to me, but I'm not hearing anything in terms of the Big Twelve pursuing that at this time. 
Michigan State going to Lawrence to take on Kansas. That would be pretty good. Uh, there's so many, so many that we could come up with. All right. Uh, so 20 minutes or so. Apparently we're going to get the Big 12 schedule. Do you know, Matt, have they earmarked the final week of the regular season as they're going to, you know, make that, uh, your rival, if you will? It, it's tough, I mean, it's tough to create rivalries. They're supposed to happen on their own. Uh, but what do you think the Big 12 is going to do when it comes to the final week of the regular season? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, TCU accidentally dropped their schedule saw that. five minutes wow. last night. And I, I think they had Oklahoma in the in the final game, uh, either Oklahoma or Texas. I'm not sure which. Um, and I think it was a home game for them. But you know, I you look at the schedule, and I, I think two things that I'm watching for. Um, you know, obviously, you know how many of the new teams are Oklahoma and Texas going to have to play? That seems to have been one of the sticking points for for those two schools. So they didn't want to play any of those schools that are coming into the conference. And then second, you know, are we going to see more off-night games, you know, more Thursday games, maybe mm, more Friday yeah. games, because I really feel like the Big 12 really just hasn't been forward-thinking in that area. Not that the, you know, the Thursday night games or the Friday night games do great from a rating standpoint, but I think there are opportunities, especially with the new schools coming in, to showcase some of those schools and some of those, some of those games on a Thursday night, and I think that would help the conference ultimately. I think they had one Thursday night game this year. I think it was West Virginia and Baylor. I think that was the only one they played after Labor Day. And I think you're going to see more of those on the schedule. I don't know that for certain, but that's just my hunch. We shall see. Matt Poston's Heartland College Sports. Heartland College Sports. Matt, thank you, as always, for doing this. We'll speak with you in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Matt. Sounds great, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it as well. Matt Postens, we check in with our buddy on the uh, Big 12. So from a Hawkeye perspective, mm-hmm. who would what Big 12 outpost would you like to see them go to or come? who would you like to see to come to Carver? Would you like a neutral site game against? And Cyhawk won't go away, right? No, no, absolutely not. No, that's that that will continue. Uh, Texas, I'd love to see the new yeah. arena. Well, you better see it quick because they're going to be in the SEC. Right. So you might only get it for a year <laughs> yeah. if even yeah, a year. I don't think you will. Won't even get that. That would definitely be one. Kansas, obviously. Sure. I mean, that that one makes a ton of sense there. Mm -hmm. I think everybody in the Big Ten would like to see that matchup. Any of the newbies kind of float your boat? Houston, not really. Mm. Cincinnati, Mm. not really. UCF, well, maybe an excuse to go to Florida. but. It's just so different than compared to football, right? Yes. Where you make football trips, and it's it's kind of different there. Yeah, just the matchups, though. Right. And, and how great it would be, and the back and forth, and where we are, the Cyhawk Twitter. That would, another level that we'd be able to add a little more fuel to the fire, always a good thing. Yeah, it never hurts. It's good for business, without a doubt. We'll take our final time out. Trent's got some plays of the day to get to. Uh, Northwestern is getting six and a half still. Is that number kind of staying uh, yeah, pretty much stable? Yeah, six and a half and a few sevens still out there. It's seven currently at Circa. That's where they have it. So. Did you check the Super Bowl line this morning? I did not. Is there any movement? I, I, I didn't check it either. That's why I was asking. Uh, right now, Super Bowl line, it is one and a half. So it's come down. Pretty much everywhere. A few ones, but yeah. it's Because wasn't it two and a half it yesterday was, this yeah. time? So we're getting a little buyback uh-huh. yet. 64% of the tickets and 64% of the money is on the Philadelphia Eagles, but a little buyback coming the other way. I told you I was going to get one ticket in my back pocket. I got the Chiefs at plus 112. So I got that money line already locked mm-hmm, up in my back mm-hmm. pocket, 
And now we have 12 days to play around and see what else we add to the portfolio. Well, we'll see what uh, game is, uh, Trent is betting when we come back. Circus Sports sponsors the plays of the day. We'll tell you about Circus Squares. They have been posted uh, uh, to, as of this morning. We'll tell you about that. It's a quarter before one. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-8. Let's ride. No big game celebration is without a game of squares. Circus Sports Iowa now offers Circus Squares bets. Everyone who has played squares knows the pain of pulling terrible numbers. With Circus Squares, instead of randomly pulling numbers, choose your square and choose which numbers you get. With a minimum bet of $1 and a maximum payout of $100,000, it's easier than ever. Download the Circus Sports app today to place your Circus Squares bets. For more information, visit CircusSports.com. Must be 21 older and present in Iowa to wager. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call or visit 1-800-BETS-OFF. For the one o'clock hour, Murph and Addy, they slide in here one to three, and Heather and Sean take you home. The KXNO drive three until six. Well, Trent Condon coming off an O for yesterday. Mm. What are you doing today to make amends? Well, we went 0 3, so that means we got to bet even more games here today, and we got seven on the docket. We're going to kick things off in the MAC. We're going to grab Buffalo plus the points against Akron. Akron has been the class of the MAC last couple of years. Buffalo's got him coming. We're going to grab the two and a half here. Wake Forest at Duke. I believe in Coach Forbes' team. Mm-hmm. I still don't think this Duke team is, but Lively's played better. Keep and an eye on that. Duke, North Carolina this week at Cameron. Look ahead factor. Grab yeah. the nine and a half. Give me Wake Forest with pick number two. Kansas, Kansas State. Oof. I'm going to lay the number. I'm going to take the Jayhawks here. Six and a half is where I got it last night. I've seen there's some steam coming in on the Jayhawks. It's up to eight in a couple of spots. So you think that they're going to even the sl- slate to do I one of two? I think they got something. They had the rough stretch, mm-hmm. three in a row, but all those games were very, very close. I think Kansas figuring things out as they seemingly always do. Mm-hmm. Mentioned earlier, I am on the under in the Iowa game. That thing is steamed up. You can get at 151 and a half right now. At Circa. I'm going to go under in this one. And it was 146, you said, when we... 148. 148. 148 and a half is where it was last night okay. uh, when I was taking a look at the numbers initially. Grabbing the Hoosiers tonight. Give me them plus three at Maryland. Indiana's playing well. Yeah. I just yeah. better putting it all together. Race Thompson's back. Mm-hmm. They're obviously a completely different team there. West Virginia. I got it last night at three and a half. It is down to two is all you're getting at TCU. But as we were just talking about with Matt Postens. A, West Virginia just won at TCU. That was with Lumpkin and Miles. And they're not there. And they're not going to be there here. It, it almost is too stinky in a way. Yeah. Know, why, why does it, it kind of, I just think West Virginia is going to find a way to get it done. And we wrap it up. Give me Steve Alford's fighting 
Wolfpack of Nevada. They're getting three and a half at home with San Diego State coming in. Well, good night of college basketball. Of course, uh, Big Ten Network, 8 o'clock, has that one tomorrow night in the Valley. Drake, you and I speaking of tomorrow. Mitch Holtis, the voice of those Kansas City Chiefs, will be here uh, at 11.30. Look forward to catching up with uh, Mitch. Recapping and looking ahead to this uh, coming, well, not this, uh, there's no football this weekend. It's no matter how try, try to. You're, you're not, will you dip in at all? To what? To the no, skills so, competition. I don't know why they're calling it the Pro Bowl. It's not the Pro, pro wow. Bowl. Pro Tyler Bowl. Hundley's going. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> what did he do this year that uh, somebody deemed worthy of uh, of some recognition? Took his team to the playoffs. I guess. Unbelievable. Uh, no, I won't. The NHL All-Star game is this weekend. Oh, is I it? won't see a second of it. I couldn't care less. It just does absolutely nothing. nothing. To see nothing. all the Either stars together. No, don't care. And this is an old man. This is just, I just, it, it's I don't like these events. Yeah. Just don't like them. NBA like All-Star them. game, a little bit. MLB All-Star Game, no, I love different. It. Love the MLB. Uh, I asked my palm last week on our Iowa Everywhere podcast, so what does the Pro Bowl do for Vegas this week? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's not like you're planning your vacation around, or maybe some people are, I don't know, but it just you seems like so. a stretch, right? No, not at Why all. Why would you go? With, I don't know. You wouldn't. You wouldn't go to watch that stuff. I know. I don't think I would. No. I think it was in my backyard. I'd draw the blinds. Circus Squares. Yes, let's talk about those because they are out there available as of today. And these uh, lines will also fluctuate. They do. That's right. You if, uh, get them. Um, you'll, you'll see. If there's what a it number is. that you like, grab it. Attack it early. Uh, we've played them forever. Every bar's got one. Now mm-hmm. you can do it. You can actually pick the square and the number you want. And then right uh, there with it comes the price that you are going to get. Oh, great. I drew 5 5. Ugh. Enjoy. Um, Enjoy Murph and Andy. They're six minutes away. KXNO Drive 3 until 6. We're Miller and Condon. You can hear Trent and I every Monday through Friday from 11 to 1 right here at Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.